Hey, thanks for listening. Humboldt Last Week is a podcast created so you can hear some of the highlights from Humboldt's last week while you're on the go. My name is Miles Cochran. I'm a former local radio personality, music director, and news reporter here. This is available where you get podcasts. If you like it, please let a local know. You can listen and connect at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Check out the Humboldt Last Week Facebook for episode updates and local content. And please keep the constructive feedback and positive comments coming. That keeps this thing going. Also, heads up, sometimes you'll find explicit content here in a splash of goofiness. Thank you so much to the podcast partners this week. They keep the Wi-Fi on. We're talking about Los Bagels. Since 1984, Los Bagels has been pleasing the world's taste buds with boiled and baked organic bagels, cucumber, bacon scram, whatever your flavor, they have it for you. Or ship bagels to yourself or friends at losbagels.com. And Ferndale Music Company with Masters of Hawaiian Music playing at the Old Steeple February 25th. One's a Grammy winner, another's a multiple Grammy nominee. It's the warmth, beauty, and culture of Hawaii through music, stories, and imagery. That's Masters of Hawaiian Music at the Old Steeple in Ferndale, February 25th. Tickets at FerndaleMusicCompany.com. And Bongo Boy Studio local band Diggin' Dirt has been recording there. That's the second single from their upcoming EP. It's called All Night. That's Diggin' Dirt. Check them out and look into where they've been recording in McKinleyville at bongoboystudio.com. And Arise Miranda, CMT, with over two decades of experience as a certified massage therapist. Each session is custom to your needs. Massage has so many health benefits, and Arise offers a variety of styles. Oh, and how about 10 bucks off the first session? Check out Arise's new mini spa on 7th Street in Eureka. More details at Humble Soap Company. Let's get this started. Maybe you heard that cannabis farmers showed up to a board of supervisors meeting to raise concerns about taxes and what they called excessive fees. You're sucking us dry, they said. One grower said he's been charged more than 10 grand so far. He isn't even operational yet. Seems like there are a lot of similar concerns like that, according to Loco. Now, while the matter was not scheduled for discussion, one of the supervisors said they'd take a look at their tax methods and come back with recommendations in a few weeks. The top social media comment criticizing the cannabis grower concerns came from Aaron, who wrote, Welcome to the life of the working person. Your easy life is over. Two things you can't avoid, death and taxes. Should have saved some money instead of buying $70,000 pickups, toys, and so on. And the top social media comment in support of the growers came from Dorothy. She wrote, these are legitimate concerns. The current model keeps the door open for illegal grows, organized crime, and larger corporations. She thinks we should set local growers up to succeed as they've helped our economy for many years. Did you catch this story about the guy in Eureka who started with 10 guinea pigs and then ended up with over 700? Yeah, this was in the San Francisco Chronicle. Some big rescue out of L.A. had to come up and save the day, housing these squeaky little buggers, getting them separated so they'd stop fucking. I guess at this property in Eureka, these guinea pigs were everywhere. Other rescues from all over are helping out, and animal control here hopes to have the situation fully under control by this summer, according to this article. Yeah, I saw North Coast News got in touch with the guy that has the guinea pigs. He only has the males and they're healthy. He's giving them away. So if you want one and you want his email address, just let me know. 
this search continues for Hannah Hammer from Petrolia. She's brunette, short hair, five feet tall. Maybe you saw Adam Scott, the actor, was saying she's a dear friend of his. You might have seen him in Parks and Recreation or Step Brothers. He uh, tweeted out her missing photo to his like one and a half million Twitter followers. Looks like local schools are going to be rolling out programs to help make sure Humboldt's kids are aware of the dangers of sex trafficking here. This program is happening statewide. California is reportedly the first state to do this. County Supervisor Rex Bone told the Times Standard it's a critical lesson for local students and people don't really believe it's happening here until you show them the evidence. He said these programs at schools could start locally as soon as next month. Did you hear about this? The uh, girl down in San Diego who sold over 300 boxes of cookies in front of a cannabis dispensary. Like I've seen similar stories over the years to this and it never ceases to crack me up. These girls know exactly where the opportunity is. So some troops actually banned this type of activity, munchy mining. But uh, I saw Loco spoke with the scouts up here and they've actually done the same thing here before. They do not care if the girls sell in front of dispensary so long as there's a guardian and they're being safe, the location's safe, all that stuff. So more on this recurring discussion as they're once again talking about removing the McKinley statue on the plaza in Arcata. Some people believe this thing represents racism, imperialism, and the annexation of indigenous lands. I saw the Weot tribe sent out a press release supporting the statue's removal. The statue was put up on the plaza in 1906. It's old as a gift. It survived a mega earthquake in the Bay Area, and removing it is going to be costly. Arcata officials definitely have a tough one on their hands with that one. Maybe you saw this. A couple guys were stranded on one of those little islands near Trinidad. The Coast Guard told Kip Camp these two guys went over there at low tide and the water rose and they were stuck out there overnight. Really cold, I'm sure. They got hypothermia. Uh, one of them also hurt their foot. You know, they were helicoptered to the hospital along with volleyball with a face painted on it named Wilson. <laughs> Just kidding. So how about the reality TV star who is working on a cannabis farm out here? Becca Martinez was recently dismissed on ABC's The Bachelor and was falsely reported missing here. She went on Jimmy Kimmel. Here's a clip from that. You were in the mountains. Is that what that was? Was that a marijuana farm I was on? I'm That's not- what the sheriff's <laughs> department, you were on a marijuana, oh, you were on a marijuana farm. Well, <laughs> it's Humboldt County, so. I see, but no, so but every, no, I'm not, every open field straight. is a marijuana farm is what you're saying. To set the record straight, I'm not a weed farmer. I am still a nanny in LA, but I yes, see. my friends have a weed farm. Yeah, oh yeah, I know, yeah, you're, yeah, when you're watching kids, you don't want to be known as the weed farmer. That's. <laughs> A Fortuna cop got a medal for saving a man's life. Guy was bleeding out after surgery and the officer stabilized him before the ambulance got there. Jordan Wallstrom is a Ferndale High grad. Good work, sir. Ah, Bristol Rose Cafe inside the Eureka Inn. It was shut down for health code violations. According to Loco, there were 16 violations. Some of them include a rat infestation, rat poison all over the kitchen, sewage on the walls, rat feces in the restaurant, the Palm Lounge bar there, the breakfast area. Getting all ooey with ratatouille. Yeah, for now, Eureka in. I'm Eureka out. Well, someone is dead after a shooting in Hoopa. I saw Kim Kemp shared a report that a shooting happened behind the mini mart and gas station out there. The suspect fled the scene and was later detained. I'm sure we'll see more updates on that one.
Maybe you saw this. A recent settlement has formalized a bunch of changes for child welfare services here. Reports on past years highlighted all these child abuse and neglect cases falling through the cracks. Really sad. But there have been efforts to improve this in our community. Sheriff Billy Hansel partially said, quote, I'm thankful that through this process, our communication and teamwork with CWS has grown strong. Our new communication system and joint response protocol will ensure that mandated reports of child abuse and neglect are quickly investigated and that children are protected. Now, just another quick warning before I discuss this. This story that I'm about to talk about, it features disturbing allegations. And if that bothers you, I definitely suggest you stop listening here. These child molestation accusations. Preliminary hearings happened for this man who would surround himself with kids, especially around Halloween. John Robert Bideman was known for dressing up like a skeleton, telling ghost stories, calling himself Carpathian. He was also a clerk at the courthouse. According to Loco, a 17-year-old girl who called this man Bob said he consistently abused her over three years from the age of five. This man was reportedly in her life in a fatherly role. It said he took her to school every day, walked her into the classroom, and was extremely affectionate. I would raise the eyebrows of some of her friends. He would sing to her at bedtime. Starting at age five, she said, he molested her about three times a week while tucking her into bed, rubbing her privates over her PJs, and on several occasions putting his finger in her vagina. She said one time he asked her to kiss his erect penis, which she did, not knowing it was wrong. For years, she considered what happened to her to be normal until she finally confided in her then stepdad and then her mom. These are very serious accusations. I know they're painful to hear. The mom was reportedly glaring at Biden while she was testifying. She said that she and the suspect would argue about his persistence wanting to be involved in the girl's bedtime routine. I'm told by Loco reporter Rhonda Parker that Bideman didn't have much of a reaction to the testimony, sitting there in his orange jumpsuit. He pleaded not guilty. His defense attorney confirmed with the mom that Bideman would close the door during bedtime routines. The mom said, in my home, when you go to sleep, the door is closed. After hearing testimony, the judge did rule that there was enough evidence for Bideman to stand trial on five charges. As always, when discussing these preliminary cases, it is important to know the amount of evidence required for a conviction is much more than the evidence required to send a case to trial. Something I see pop up from time to time regarding cases such as these, the worldwide organization Bikers Against Child Abuse, at least 20 members showed up to support this girl who testified to being molested. The Bikers Against Child Abuse Humboldt County Chapter President, he goes by the name Drive-By, told me they show up to situations such as this only when invited. He was very modest and shied away from recognition regarding this, but he stressed that it's all about the kids. It's their mission to empower abused children while following a number of protocols. Now, the Humboldt chapter started back in 2005. Members have to go through extensive background checks. They cannot have any incidents of domestic violence or child abuse on their records. When they're invited to support victims, they typically verify information through the court and conduct a compassionate and safe interview with the family. 
Bikers even use road names to lessen the possibility of being targeted in the interest of protecting the children they aim to help. You know, they're always traveling in numbers in case any potential harmful individual gets word that they're assisting a local family and want to follow them or something. I'll read this part of their mission statement. We work in conjunction with local and state officials who are already in place to protect children. We desire to send a clear message to all involved with the abused child that this child is part of our organization, that we are prepared to lend our physical and emotional support to them by affiliation and our physical presence. We stand at the ready to shield these children from further abuse. We do not condone the use of violence or physical force in any manner. However, if circumstances arise that we are the only obstacle preventing a child from further abuse, we stand ready to be that obstacle. Drive-by told me the payday for them is for the child to smile again and be a kid. They'll stay with them for as long as they want, but as soon as they get their wings, they'll let them go. To the kid's comfort level, they want them to feel good about themselves and be strong. Hey, thanks again for listening to Humboldt last week. Again, my name is Miles Cochran. I'm a former local radio personality, music director, and reporter here. You can check out HumboldtLastWeek.com to listen and connect. You can also go to HumboldtLastWeek.com for new music. Head over there now for a fresh playlist, including The Decemberists, Ray Pila, and Barnes Courtney. I do want to thank the sponsors one more time. They help make this thing possible. Los Bagels. Find them at losbagels.com. Ferndale Music Company with Masters of Hawaiian Music playing at the Old Steeple February 25th. Tickets at ferndalemusiccompany.com. Bongo Boy Studio. Record your masterpiece. Find them at bongoboystudio.com. And Arise Miranda, certified massage therapist. Find her at humblesoapcompany.com. Let me know if you have any ideas or comments about the podcast. That makes this thing better. Uh, please do head over to the Humboldt Last Week Facebook page. Give it a like. I'll be giving away a Humboldt Last Week t-shirt over there sometime this week. And I cannot wait to talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Humboldt Last Week.